Hi, I'm Peter Mullen from Mullen Natural Health Centre. Have you ever thought about coming to see a naturopath but weren't sure if we could help? Why not try our free 15-minute phone consultations? Call 4961 4075 or go to mullenhealth.com.au for details. Health and wellbeing, we do it thanks to our sponsor, Mullen Natural Health Centre. Today we are talking about food for kids. We are joined by Peter and Carly from Mullen Natural Health Centre, of course. Pete, the importance of the food that we give our kids, you know, is a huge part, not just, but, you know, when, when they're young, but it's obviously for when they're older too, you know, training them to eat healthy. And I think that's the, the key word, Colin. Like, you know, we've talked quite a few times on the program before about how our kids' health is changing, you know, how kids have more health issues, you know, there's more nut-free schools and allergies, asthma, ADD, conditions like autism are dramatically increasing. So there's something's happening with our kids' health. So we're sort of, um, you know, from 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 the fighting at the coal face, so to speak, um, we're seeing a lot of kids having a lot more health challenges. And, hmm. you know, we've talked a lot on this show before about the importance of healthy gut, having a healthy gut, healthy microbiome, bacterial balance. But obviously with kids, um, food is the cornerstone of having good health. And as you said, it's not just health as kids. It's also their health into adulthood. You know, if we don't train our kids to have good eating habits now, then we're going to see that we're going to see rather that all of these chronic diseases like diabetes, obesity, cancer, cardiovascular disease, they're going to continue to increase. So it's with our kids that we have actually this wonderful opportunity to really make a big difference, not for their health for their lifetime, but hopefully for when they have their kids. If we don't turn this around, mm. you know, so that this generation's better, that the hopefully the next generation will be better, we're going to continue down this road of poor health. It's really important that we do take care of our kids' health right now, you know, not in 10 to 15 years' time when, you know, they're at that teenagehood. You know, this can really change their life from a young age, can get rid of the things like ADHD and things like that. At your talk last week, I was listening to, to when you were saying things like that. So it is important. And, Carly, you know, it's your, it's got to be healthy and appealing, doesn't it? You know, for the kids that's at school and he's got, you know, the block of chocolate, then you pull out the carrot sticks. <laughs> I know what, you know, what one I'm going to go for, you know. Well, I guess that's the whole idea of teaching our kids early of why we eat a particular food um, and get them into better patterns at a young age. Mm. Obviously, when kids are a little bit older, it can be a little bit more difficult, but we definitely have solutions and techniques to increase um yeah, nutrients and, and vegetables in their diet. What sort of foods would your kids usually have for, say, breakfast? Well, breakfast I find is a pretty easy one, really. Um, we, majority of the time, have a, a smoothie bowl, a smoothie bowl, sorry. And the good thing about that is that I can change the ingredients, change the colours, obviously, with what I'm putting into it. Hmm. Um, and the girls get to help me make it, so it's exciting for them. Um, yeah, so I think that's a really easy one. So in a smoothie bowl, um, there will always be some baby spinach, cucumber, uh, a little bit of banana, um, and I can chuck some nuts and seeds in there to increase the like the nutritional component protein, of that, the protein, protein and the fats. Fat. Yeah. Because a protein and fat breakfast for children is the most important um, concept that we have to, yeah. And really that's what we see with kids. Don't you think about what most kids have for breakfast or what, mm. you know, in the West we've been educated for breakfast to have. Um, a cereal, often a very high sugar cereal, and milk, and sometimes with extra sugar. So giving our kids like a sugary breakfast cereal, their blood sugar levels are going to shoot up, 
and they're going to crash mid-morning and that's when they're going to be off their chops, not able to concentrate. And, you know, mm. often they'll be reaching in for another sweet treat for morning tea. So, yeah, so with, with your breakfast suggestion, so in a breakfast bowl, um, you'd have so some chopped, some green spinach, baby yep. spinach, yep. cucumber. Yep, um, a little bit of banana, um, some berries, um, but nuts and seeds, coconut oil, gelatin powder, and you whiz it in a blender. Uh, okay, so you, so you, you actually blend all you that You blend together. it up to make a yeah. smoothie. And yep. as I said, depending on um, all different types of flavors you put in, it actually can change the color. Um, so that, um, yeah, so they get a bit of variety, different tastes. So the banana banana and the, the berries would disguise the taste of the – because when you describe it, I could see Colin pulling faces over there. Um, it doesn't sound as appealing, but when you actually blend it all mm. together oh, and you've be, got the banana yeah. and the berries – You actually, don't taste anything else. It's pretty much like a nice, uh, a sweet – Berry smoothie, smoothie. Yeah. yeah. So that gets poured in the bowl and, okay. um, yeah, a little bit of puff rice, um, nuts and seeds on the top, um, some hemp seeds and some bee pollen. That's what we put on the top. Mm. But the girls get to decorate the top of their smoothie bowl. So it's exciting for them. And, yeah. So every day. So you've got like – and that's probably a really good tip for starters is if kids are going to try different foods, they kind of need to be involved and a bit excited about the process. Mm. Definitely. So that's a great idea. So having little containers of the nuts and seeds, yep. and they can make faces or they do, and they do whatever. they pick it out of the container, they pour, pop it into the blender, and they also yeah decorate their bowl. So they want to eat that because they've made it. Mm. And eat it with a spoon. Yep, eat it with a spoon. Yep, I put avocado in it as well, so it makes it really creamy and thick. Mm. And um, yeah, you wouldn't taste the difference from a normal banana smoothie. Very interesting. What we might do, Colin, when I come next week, could you make an yep. extra one in the morning? Absolutely. And I'll bring some along for Colin to try on air. <laughs> yeah, righto. That sounds With good. With the video playing yeah. in the background. <laughs> We've discussed breakfast and we're trying to make it as uh, an appealing and as, as healthy as we possibly can. Morning tea, though. So morning tea, my girls love to eat um, yogurt um, and it's always a full fat um, yogurt of good quality i like to get one from the farmers markets uh the other yogurt i use um and i alternate the two um would be a coconut yogurt um so they'll have a few berries on top of that with some nuts and seeds depending if they're at school because they can't have the nuts at school yep but having a good quality yogurt um contains a lot of good bacteria probiotics which are is really important for gut health and um yeah yeah so with um so with taking yogurt to school Mm mm-hmm you just put a little ice brick in their yep, lunchbox? Yep, or? so if they're at uh, like a pre- uh, primary school, a little ice brick's fine. You can actually get containers now that um, they're stored in the freezer or the fridge, and then you actually just fill that container up so the actual container stays cold. Oh, so it's got like a frozen section to yes. the container. That's a great mm-hmm. idea. Yeah. Hasn't they come a long way since we were yeah. kids? Absolutely, yeah. yeah. Did everything in your lunchbox smelt the same by lunchtime? No. Hot, <laughs> hot that's and plasticky. Right. Yeah, that's exactly right. But the, yeah. pro, uh, the, the, pro, uh, the yogurt is also beneficial because it has good fats and proteins, and that's the idea of balancing out their meals containing enough protein. So we really, want to, we really want to give the kids a consistent release of... Um, nutrients for energy not this big whack of sugar every time that they eat which really is going to affect behavior and also weight as well you know weight issues with our kids is getting out of control and you know at our recent weight loss talks um colin and you came with that last one yeah we were talking about um um you know the fact that we're all carbohydrate addicts these days that we all fill up on carbs and the kids are going down that same road so mm. balancing fats and, and protein or having fats and proteins helps to steady that sugar out um, and Carly just with probiotics we were talking 
Um, oh, we've been talking a lot on this show about how the balance of our bacteria in our gut really, you know, does relate to a lot of health outcomes. Um, what do you do? So probiotics for your kids, so you give them things like the coconut yogurt. Yep. What other probiotics would you give or include in their diet? Uh, they also have a probiotic powder daily, um, obviously just to increase that the count daily for them. Yep. But definitely fermented foods. Um, they have uh, miso paste, which is a fermented soybean instead of uh, Vegemite. Uh, it tastes the same. It's quite salty, but it doesn't yeah, contain any of the nasties that other That's spreads great, might have. That's a great idea. Yeah. Hmm. And you can actually, in winter, you can actually make it up into, um, you can make it like soup. a soup yeah. or a broth as yeah. well. But mm. I hadn't thought about actually having it on crackers. Yeah, it's delicious. We might have to yeah. actually have a taste session soon. We'll bring some things in and we'll try <laughs> Sounds them. Good. Sounds good. Yeah. Talking about lunch also, you know, that's another one where kids, you know, they need a lot of energy, you know, and they have got a lot of energy. Uh, what would be your suggestion for lunch? So I, my biggest advice for lunches is to think outside the square. Mm. Uh, like uh, a sandwich with some spread is, is really not enough to sustain their growth and development. Um, always, um, yeah, there's a lot of uh, containers now that you can actually pack an actual meal for them. So I like to pack uh, a quiche or a frittata or um, patties. Um, they love uh, lamb cutlets, um, meatballs. Okay, so, so they have a substantial have cold, meal. Yeah. Cold, so they'll have some sort of cold protein. Absolutely. Yep. Um, yep. They also have, they love um, vegetable sticks, so my girls will have them cut up with some sort of dip like hummus or um, a pesto or something because the novelty of dipping something in is they find that exciting. So obviously my kids have been brought up quite early of eating this sort of way and I understand it might be have some challenges, but the more you include those foods, um, the more likely they are to get into a better pattern. And, and that's that's one of the benefits I think we were talking about earlier of um, teaching your children to eat this way because I'm sure a lot of mums or, or nanas, grandparents listening out there would think, oh, my goodness, there's no way little Johnny's going to mm. come at lamb chops and veggie sticks and hummus for lunch. Yes. So for someone like that that, you know, traditionally is, you know, or not, I was going to say peanut butter and honey, but you can't have peanut butter at most schools these days. So if they're having... Mm. You know, white bread with margarine and um, jam or something, jam yeah. or Vegemite. Um, how, what sort of steps? How would you get someone from if they're eating that sort of food now? How would you how would you get them geared towards having a healthier lunchbox? Obviously, if you send the child to school with yeah. what you've suggested, when the day before they had white bread sandwiches, I can imagine where that lunch is going to end up. Definitely. Yeah. Well, I think it's slow and steady. I don't think a major change straight away is ideal, but um, always making uh, better changes is is a better outcome. I think kids would like to have meatballs or some sort of meat. Um, majority of kids like that sort of um, yeah that that sort like of that food. Taste. Yeah. But the more they're like with my youngest, I've been packing her lunch and including cucumbers. For a few months, she doesn't eat cucumber, but now she's starting to eat it because I'm actually every day I have one slice in there, so she knows that, yeah, it's always going to happen. Well, the old, mm. the old saying always used to be, you know, if, if, how many times do you have to ask something someone before they'll finally say yes? Mm. And if you think about our kids, when they want something like a new Xbox game or whatever, they'll ask and ask and ask and ask until eventually we give them what we want, as almost if, if it was our own idea. A lot of times parents might try the kids with, say, broccoli or cucumber once mm. and 
the child won't eat it, so they never try it again. But you're saying You've don't give up, adding it. keep yep. adding it, yep. keep putting it on their plate until yep. eventually... Be the boss. Be the boss. Correct. Be the boss. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, is yeah. your mum listening? I don't know. <laughs> I'll know when I get you, home. You, you, you'll know when you get home and there's yeah, nothing be tonight. A That'll be a surprise. There'll be nothing. The bedroom will be cleared out. You know, <laughs> I'll be off the wheel. <laughs> Dinner, though. You know, Do you cook separate meals for the kids and yourself or you just cook no, obviously no. one? Obviously, um, it's ideal to yeah cook for one. Then you don't feel like you're in the kitchen a lot. So, mm. um, But adapting to how your kids like to eat. Um, some kids like... Uh, the texture a certain way. So being mindful if they like things a bit mashed up to try to mash it up, if they like things separate. Um, yeah, anything that you can do that suits their personality is going mm. to be beneficial. We always, with my kids, we always, um, um, in winter anyway, did the mashed veggies and that was always a great way of, you know, hiding other colours and other vegetables into that mm. as well. Um, and so with so as an example, what would you, what's for dinner tonight? Uh, dinner tonight would be salmon. My girls like to eat um, salmon. Um, they like the crispy skin the best. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so that gets fried up. Um, and, yeah, some veggies on the side. Um, yeah. What about dessert? Personally, I don't really serve dessert for my girls. Um, okay. It's a, obviously a special occasion, but it's something that they don't have every day um, mm. just because I'd rather that – I'd rather make the habit of not having something sweet after dinner. Yeah, yeah, yeah. okay, that makes yeah, sense. Yeah, that is a good a good idea. Yeah. Like, and you know, maybe if you do it like once a week. Exactly, or, it's a, it's an occasion. And you were talking before about um, um, party food, or what were you saying? Not everyday food. Um, it's just education of. Um, it's always a talk about why they're eating a certain thing. So the vegetables, the carrots are going to make them see in the dark. Hmm. So it's exciting for them. So they eat all their carrots. Okay. Um, but they get education of why these foods are um, for, for party food. It's okay mm. to have them at parties, but every day we need to have the other nutrients to make them big and strong. Yeah, okay. So what's your number one tip then for, for eating you know, healthy with kids? Yeah, number one tip is absolutely we have to lead by example. So if, we're have, we, if we have a mentality that we don't like vegetables or we're not eating them, obviously our kids are going to have the mm, same that's concept. A good, good point. So leading by example, um, education of why they have to eat a certain way because mm. they're going to get big and strong. Make it fun. Get them involved. Um, and, yeah, just understand that it, it's it's – the most important thing for their health to have a good diet to really get that nailed is yeah. is critical for for yeah. all future health for for the kids yeah. yeah all right now your next uh talk is happening on the 14th of march it's about kids health uh plenty of seats available where's that happening uh that'll be at um charlestown yep at the i forget the name of the place but if people get onto our website all yep. the information's there okay and um in that we'll be talking a lot about kids health a lot of the things that affect kids' health. We'll be talking mm. about uh, leaky gut, um, pyrrole disorder, um, heavy metals, nutrient deficiencies. So all of the ways that our kids can um, suffer with their health. Yep. And really exciting, for the first time, on the 28th of March, we're offering a free oh, – sorry, on the 21st of March, Carly's heading up a new free talk that we're doing for mums mm. called Secret Women's Business, Secret Mother's Business. And in that, she'll actually be going through a whole host of ideas and recipes, pretty much expanding much more on what we've talked about today because we really want to get out there in the community this message of we've got to get our kids' diets right first. Yeah. So we're really offered, happy to offer this free service, a free talk to come into our centre 
and um, come into our rooms mm. and um, um, yeah, learn more about how to feed kids. And Carly's got some great tips on on how to introduce them to things like sauerkraut and fermented foods okay. and kombucha. And so yeah, yeah, so we're really excited to be offering that for the first time. So that's on the. 21st of March but if people um, get onto our website yep. if they go to mullenhealth.com.au um, we've got some great um, specials on at the moment but we also have um, these free talks that people can put their name down or get a ticket and come along Alright, thanks so much for your time today guys and we'll talk to you again next week Pete and of course you can catch this on our website this uh, show as a podcast at 2NURFM.com Thanks for listening to this podcast from 2NURFM at the University of Newcastle Topics range from gardening to health, well-being, pet care, finance, business and travel. You'll find them all at 2NURFM.com.